This episode of Sorry Right Number is sponsored by Yummy Yeti. That's Y-U-M-M-I-Y-E-T-T-I. If you're a snack fiend and you love snacks, check out YummyYeti.com. Snack locally. sorry right number tonight's episode is a bit of a milestone Woo! we got here yes uh i named before we got even started with this show we didn't have a name for it in the very beginning so i looked up the most popular name uh, the most popular episode of this series and the one that came up time and time again was sorry right number it was deemed to be the best, the most popular episode. So uh, my initial thought was to do a play on words based on the most popular episode of the show, but I just decided to make it the name of the show. Because it was already a play on words. Exactly. But And little did we know, both of us being Stephen King geeks, like, I'm, I'm sorry, we're both huge Stephen King fans. Yes. And Stephen King wrote this episode. He wrote this episode. Although it was, I, yeah, go ahead. Go, uh, go, I was just going to say it's not perfect because he wrote it, but it is considerably better than what we've been, than what we're used to with this series. Well, not only that, it's not great, but it was the heyday of his cocaine, alcoholic fuel, you know, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was like, I mean, when did Maximum Overdrive come out? Like the year after? Maximum, no, no. Maximum Overdrive nope. came out in 84. Okay, this so was, co- this was like... This is 87. Was, okay, so he was like a few years after that. When he mm-hmm. was still in his craze factor. But yeah, no, I was like, woo, Stephen King! Oh, yeah. Um, So, let me get into the synopsis and we'll get into it. A woman is troubled by a mysterious phone call and tries desperately to help the person on the other end of the line. Now, right out the gate, right out the gate, uh, is Deverett Harmon, whose character actors have seen in so many things. Um, Which one was it? Was it Family Matters, Family Ties, Family? No, no, you're thinking of... uh, Her hair makes you think of that person. But... Uh, she, if uh, for TV shows, um, she wasn't in the one with Michael J. Fox. No, that's not her. That's oh, not okay. a different actress entirely. Um, you're thinking of uh, 
Oh, God damn it. What is her name? <laughs> no, she was on Dear John. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. That was a good show. She was the mom on just the 10 of us. There you go. Okay, now we're... Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was also the mom... Uh, no, she wasn't the mom. She was uh, the friend of the mom on Growing Pains. Mm-hmm. There it is. That was the one I was thinking of. She was also on St. Elsewhere. She was on Sledgehammer. She was on a lot of TV. Uh, she was in a few movies, but mostly TV. Mostly TV character actor. Yeah. Um, and the, the husband, uh, Arthur Taxier, who uh, he... He was in a lot of stuff too. Uh-huh. Um, uh, the most recent thing I think he was in was uh, Donnie Darko. Great film. Yeah, and he was a character actor in a lot of movies. Well, he's you know he was that guy in a lot of stuff. But um, right out the gate, you could tell the acting is on another level. Like the material isn't super great what they got, but their delivery is just so much better. Oh, it's it's the acting, yes. They that like finally. Which is, you know, even bad acting can be a little better with better or bad bad uh I'm sorry, a bad script could be a little better with better actors. It's just it was yeah. like right away I was like I could just tell. And there's another thing about this one episode. Uh before we get into what it's about, I'll let you take the lead on that, but um she uh you noticed it was very few locations, but more than one location. We actually saw someone drive away in a mm-hmm. car to mm-hmm. the next location. That was like, I was like, we're seeing something totally different. It's shot a little different. It was just mm-hmm. better. It, it, was, <coughs> it was it was actually a story. Yeah. So you want to tell us what happened? Well, the, the husband is a horror writer, which mm-hmm. I thought because it's King. I You're love right. him. He he's he's actually done more cameos than Stanley, even if it's indirectly. He he definitely you know puts himself in there. Right. Um, so, uh, husband and wife are having dinner. Uh, the phone rings, and she answers the phone because it's on the wall with a cord on it. Because you know we're in the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> For- and it and and the, and it's the line. It's the phone with with two buttons. Oh no! It has four oh, for different right. for different lines. Mm-hmm. Now it's not a you know it's like you would normally see something like that in like a, an office building, right? But uh, to have one at home was back then was a big deal. That and, was like you were rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a house with four lines. Like it oh means my. it means this you, before call waiting. Yeah. Well, no, not before because we had call waiting back then. Oh, but, okay, you're right. You're right. But, but but to have four separate lines yeah. in one phone was was lunacy. If you had each line is its own phone number. Exactly. It's exactly. not like it's not like you're getting three way calling or anything. Each line is its own phone number. So either you were a business, or you were uber rich and wanted everyone in the house to have their own number. And that's kind of because remember he had a line for his agent. Right. He had a line for so it was they made a point to point it out so. She's, it, it was a big deal. It was a big deal. So she answers the phone, and there's somebody on the phone who's sobbing, and they're talking about, you know, she can't really tell what they're saying, and it's, it's kind of garbled, but 
you know, it's, it's somebody in distress and she, you know, realizes that something's not right. And she doesn't know who it is. And her husband's like, well, you know, maybe it was the wrong number. She's like, it's somebody from our family. I know it's somebody from our family. Yeah. She thought it was her oldest daughter who's right. out of the house. Right. So she calls their daughter and finds out they're fine. Calls her sister and <coughs> gets a busy signal. They have the, remember, remember that? You could have the <coughs> operator break into your call. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She, she literally calls the operator. Her sister's got a busy signal, which, by the way, it would go, eh, 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 instead of going to voicemail. <laughs> yeah. She calls the operator, has them break into the phone, and tells them the phone is off the hook. Yeah, there's okay. not a line there. There's yeah. not a line. These are things that millennials would not be ever or even Gen Z would never know what they're talking about. So then they decide to go to the sister's place, which is what you were saying. They change a scene, change of scenery in a car. Yeah. Which was I was like, that was the first time I was like we saw like a, a legit outside shot and they're driving. I was like, holy shit. This is different. This is so different than what we're used to. Well, and not only that, they go to the sister's house. They go inside. So there's a third scene. Yeah. All right. And then her sister's asleep with a Walkman at 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. And you kind of get the impression she's a kind of a fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I believe there was alcohol about. Yeah. And she was a, a bit of a lush. And, you know, so basically she's asleep. She's fine. So, yeah. So then yes. they go home and she decides to go to bed. Um, I was, oh, their younger son, he had wanted to watch a movie and it was the father's book that had been made into a movie. Did you see what the movie actually was? No, I, I can't remember. Uh, the movie that he was... And he was going to start watching it because uh, he said he had to watch it for something. He had to watch it to edit it for the kid. Yes, that's what it was. The movie, I mean, I don't know what they called it, but of course it had to be something Romero had done because yeah. they probably had the rights to it. Um, it was Dawn of the Dead. Oh, that's right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't write that down. But so, anyway, wife goes to bed. He stays up to watch the movie Dawn of the Dead. And she finds him dead in the chair the next morning. Yes. Um, and he had died in his sleep. And it was sad. And she's upset. And then it fast forwards right. to 10, ten years. years later. Yep. So the youngest is now getting married. And is getting married at the house. Mm-hmm. And... On the day of their dad's death. Yeah, they wanted to... Uh, uh, com- kind of, it was like a tribute or, or uh, commemorate his life, as well as her, her, um, her wedding day, which I thought was kind of creepy. I would not do that. No, at least, no, not purpose. Like, at least not on purpose. Uh, yeah, that's it. it was kind. I, I understand they're trying to make it a better day, but it's ten it's years. years. It's right? a decade. You. St- you're still like this, and it's well, ten years I, later. You know, I've got a friend who lost a child twenty years ago that. But that, that's a child. I get right. that. You would never, I would never recover from that. I get that. Right. But a spouse, mm. I think you would have, <laughs> you would, you would move on after a decade. Hey, 
have we I guess we just haven't ever been happily ever after like that <laughs> well a, a child is much different it's, okay, it's, yes. it's a different animal I, entirely I cannot speak since I have not created one of those but I, I, I you know I, I would think after 10 years you would move on you wouldn't carry on like it was like it was like a super fresh wound I just yeah. I don't I don't I don't see that anyway anyway so somehow she plot convenience finds a videotape yeah that's another thing was- that's what I thought was silly she's like she's writing a thank you letter to her sister and uh, she's uh, and she's taking a minute away and she's crying and because of the day and and her daughter comes in and mom I'm, I'm glad thank you for letting us have the wedding here and on the day and to kind of celebrate that as well as our love our new my newfound love blah 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 and she's like great I'll just um, let me just send this note out this letter out because uh, you know this wasn't an email she could have sent it many times it's not like yeah 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 but yeah I yeah I gave it like a big whatever but it's like uh, so she's she's going to get a stamp and she finds so it's been in she's had a desk for a decade and it's been in there she's not once noticed that VHS in the desk for a decade, decade. 10 years come on I don't believe that for a minute but I, I just like let it go it's like that's silly well you know there's a lot of that trope in even now is used where someone dies and they just let that space be theirs and just like never touch it. Yeah, but she and was I'm definitely sure touching it. Do that. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, I know there is, but uh, but she's at the desk, which means she uses it quite a bit. Right, right. <laughs> so to not and notice that before. Convenience finds the videotape that her ex that her husband was her, watching. Your when late he died. husband. Yeah. Yeah. And then she has a flashback, and then she cries, and then she makes a phone call. Yeah, because she's watching the movie, and it just dawns on her. That she calls, and remember that was back when you could like actually call your line back. Remember you would like dial the phone and then let it ring and then hang it up and it would dial it, it would ring the phone back. Right, right. Right. But so why she, would she even, who would she call? Why was she calling? Th- somehow it dawns on her that she to call to warn herself in the past because she has that memory of hearing herself or of herself hearing that person on the phone and so it's a time loop yeah I got was a time loop but I didn't understand the reasoning behind calling herself because she wanted to warn her that he was gonna die but she doesn't how does she know I mean, you see, you see, you see my question. She doesn't understand she's it's in a time a loop till after she makes the call. So what makes her want to make the call in the first place? Um. <laughs> yeah. Suspension of disbelief. Hey, stop thinking about it. Just watch it. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a cool thing that she realized she called herself. But why is she calling herself so, now? Now. Right. And yeah, it's a little bit of a paradox there. Um, and how did she know how? Exactly. And yeah. She's yelling at herself to tell him to go to the doctor because he's going to have a heart attack in his And sleep. she's sobbing. And so you're barely able to make out what she's saying. And, you know, people don't tend to like take people seriously when they're at that level of sobbing crazy. 
Right. So, Stephen King was having a heyday. I just, I just kept thinking, what? Here's the deal. You as a fellow Stephen King lover, and I love the man. I want nothing more than to someday get to have dinner with Stephen King. Okay? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I love the man. But as he's used it as a, tro- as a line in his own um, shows, you know, his own adaptations, the man is a genius, but he can't write an ending well. Well, this does, but this is, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. He At least back a, in the eighties. Oh well, no, it's well, yeah. This is some movies, he, some movies, some books. He has some great endings, but if I had to line them all up, I'd say a lot of them suffer from lot. It's almost like he writes a, but this one doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense, but but um, <laughs> now it makes sense. Well, but what's crazy is that he wrote it. It doesn't make sense. They had to know it didn't make sense. Why is she calling? Because she doesn't know she's in a time loop yet until because, after she's done. Because, I was like, okay, she has the realization that, oh, that voice on the phone was me. Okay, well, he's already, he's been dead a decade. A decade. I know. Why You're not now? changing shit. So what are you doing? And it still gets through. It doesn't make sense. Oh, but. Now it does. <laughs> uh, but it's like uh, he does have a hard time ending his books. It's almost like he writes uh, just really thought out characters and you spend time with these characters and you're totally sucked into this story. And then someone goes, hey, Stephen, we're going to dinner. He's like, all right, okay. give me 10 minutes. Let me wrap this up real quick. As a lot of his books do that. Yeah. It's like, the, it's like oh, yeah, okay, okay. And then the guy... The guy realizes uh, he's been there the whole time. Or the well, spaceship takes everybody home. Oh, okay, right. hand of God comes down. Literally, hand of God comes down and stops no, it. Well, <laughs> oh, no, no. The problem is, did you read the uh, which which version of the stand did you read? Did you I don't read? remember. It's been okay. it's been twenty okay. years. But see, the thing was, is he originally published the stand without an ending on it because his publisher required that of him. And then he re-released it in the 80s because the stand was from like 78. Right. He re-released it in the early 80s with the extended ending on it. So it doesn't end like that. Uh. Really. If you read, there's really an ending. In fact, the ending they did in the the um, reboot of the TV series uh-huh. was actually pretty damn close. And then remember the 90s miniseries? With uh, what was it, Gary Sneeze and uh, what's her face from every 80s goddamn teen movie we ever watched, Breakfast Club and everything? Ali Sheedy. Um, no, no, not Ali Sheedy, the other one. Oh, Molly Ringwald? For, Molly Ringwald. And um, so the 90s and the 2020 version of The Stand, which was fucking poignant um, to be released in 2020, but. Um, and an awesome adaptation. They both actually include that ending. Okay. So I, you know, but yeah, the hand of God came down. But like, yeah, the, the fucking aliens showed up. I mean, you know, you even got or or the the book, the novella, the mist. They just walk into the mist. We don't get any of that cool shit that we got from the movie. That was all stuff added from um, what's his name. Uh, even- the even it it's a female spider or the alien what 
Like, well, it was a giant spider versus a giant turtle, if you remember correctly, mm-hmm. which was a, such a high <laughs> fucking. And so I remember, I remember when the movie came out, I was like, "How are they going to make that work?" But yeah, they, and the, the 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 answer is they don't. They do something different right. <laughs> because yep. that's too they fucking do, crazy. Yep. And then, um, well, you know, you've got. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, Tommy Knockers is the absolute one that is the absolute like biggest letdown for me of yeah. all of his books. All of the other ones, I've enjoyed them, even if the ending was a little <laughs> okay. Or yeah, oh hey, I gotta go to dinner. Yeah, like you said. So it does not surprise me that this one has one of those endings where you're like, maybe, maybe it's the genius of the king who is just like leaving you wandering so that your brain can create its own like realities and inspire creativity. Or maybe it was the cocaine. I don't know. I'm gonna go with cocaine. <laughs> uh, but it did inspire me to look up like I have five. For anyone listening, I have five really good time loop films uh, you should check out with an honorable mention at the end. Um, uh, these are just time five time loop movies that I revisit from time to time. I think they're pretty good. Um, one, of course, we talked about it on an earlier show, Donnie Darko. Oh, yeah. Uh, one that I did not know I was going to like. In fact, I was kind of went to the theater to shit on it end up really liking it sequel's a piece of shit but this first one is stellar happy death day uh, he hadn't even seen it so you'd be quiet okay, whatever. <laughs> i saw it a long time ago but no yeah. you didn't yeah no well, you okay but you I, didn't when did you see it i it was probably in our 20s when you were probably making me watch it now you're thinking of something completely different because happy oh, okay. death day came out in 2000 15. Oh, okay. 2016. And then I guess I haven't seen it. No, you have not, ma'am. Okay. Um, Triangle. Excellent. Uh, it's excellent time loop film. Primer. A hard science fiction film about a time loop. And you don't, what I like about that one is a slight spoiler. You don't realize it. You find out you're in a time loop when he finds out he's in a time loop. And, but it's like a hard science fiction movie was shot for $7,000, yet it is better than most hard science fiction films out there. It's insanely good. Just great writing. Um, and a big Hollywood one that I didn't think it was going to be as good as it was, didn't have any right to be as good as it is, Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, that's great. That was I, a lot it, of fun. Despite what it was, it was great. <laughs> I, I thought it was great. Uh, well, you know what you missed, though? What's that? Millennial. 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 Um, Who said it? it. Uh, Chris Christopherson, um, the, the the Charlie's Angel after Farrah Fawcett. Not the Farrah Fawcett, but the blonde one that played her cousin that became Charlie's Angel. Oh, um... What is her name? You know who I'm talking about, right? Yes, yes, I do. Uh, so they were, um, the future was dystopian and the air was so polluted that there, that you were just used to breathing like what our, our summer was like last uh, two years. <laughs> yeah. um, and so basically the humans were being um, dying off uh, fertility, bad fertility rates, mutations and cancers and everything. So they were going back in time 
to plane crashes, to historic plane crashes. And basically what they would do is they would send in people ahead of time to go in and become on the crew of the plane. And then when the plane was about to crash, they would take those people back in time with them. Wow, I don't think I've... Oh, I don't think I've seen. What, and, what, and how old? What, how old would you say it is? When did it come oh, out? Like eighty three. I'm gonna have to check this out. I yeah. don't think oh, I've watched. Yeah. And like the the air is so clear now in the present day that she has to smoke like chain smoke to keep her lungs happy. And then another time, sci-fi time loop one I really liked was Twelve Monkeys. Twelve Monkeys was excellent. Excellent. So, so no, there, there's a... there's there's my thing. My two my two cents. My two movies. Uh, yeah, you got. I can't believe you haven't watched Millennial. I I don't know of it. I, you know, I'm going like, to check it, it might out. Even be like 81. It's like way back this year. And this is Chris Christopherson. I want to say Chris Christopherson. I am it right now. Yeah, I want to say it's Chris Christopherson, and yeah, that the second, the second, the second blonde angel from Charlie's Angels. Which, by the way, uh, watching your old childhood films as an adult as Damon is finding out with this series can tend to ruin your memories because I remembered at six years old when Charlie's Angels came out it was awesome and then as an adult all I could see is women in wedge heels and no bra running holding a gun completely improperly with absolutely no trigger discipline well <laughs> as far as Charlie's Angels goes I liked uh, everyone liked uh, what's her name uh, Everyone liked Farah. Farah, but I really liked as as odd as it is. I really liked um, Jacqueline. No, no, no. I oh, you liked, liked the other one. Uh, <coughs> God, what is her name? Kate something. Kate, yeah, Kate. What? Oh, by the way, dear listeners, this is uh, middle-aged brain fog. <laughs> God damn it, Kate. <laughs> Oh, this is going to bug me. Now I gotta look up Charlie's Angels. Son of a bitch. You've still gotta look up Millennials and Charlie's Angels. I know, I know. Hold on. Okay, I'll look up Millennial first and I'll come back to that. Um, Chris Christopherson, Millennial. Man. Yeah, because I I wanna say it's Chris Christopher. I'm pretty sure it's Chris Christopherson. This IMDb millennial. I did, and it wouldn't give me what I was looking for. It It wouldn't give me what I was looking for. Oh my god. You sure it's millennial? Yeah, millennial or millennials or IMDb it, brah. Show everybody. Because it was like, it was after the year 2000. After the year 2000 or before yeah. the year 2000? Well, no, it was made. It was set in after the year 2000. Oh, okay. That's why it was called Millennial. I'm, uh, well, I'm not going to, this is not riveting radio <laughs> of me looking up shit. So I'm going to do that in my own time. I can't find it right now. Um, uh, but as far as Charlie's Angels, it was, um, Kate, God damn it. This is just really making me mad. Ah, there we go. Nope, not the right one either. Well, the Kate one. 
uh, the, the the brunette. I can't remember. I can't find her uh, on here right now. But um, excellent uh, as far as as far as an episode for this for this series. This was hands down probably the best. The best. The, the best. I mean, it was it was flawed. Oh. Obviously flawed because they what the were. fuck? But let's get into it was November twenty second, nineteen eighty seven. As far as movies, God, it was so not much has changed. Well, because uh, movies didn't come out as quickly and. You know, yeah. theaters hang hung on to them. I mean, Star Wars was in theaters for a year or two. Uh, about two. So was <coughs> Jaws. But uh looks like, yeah, we have Three Men and a Baby, mm-hmm. um, The Running Man. These are in the top five for the, the that, for that week. Three Men and a, <laughs> Men and a Baby, The Running Man. Uh, throw Mama from the Train, mm-hmm. Fatal mm-hmm. Attraction. Uh, I was still playing, yep. And so this is like, what are we like? Three weeks out from the last time that was speaking. Yeah. That's how long that's actually been playing in the. Theater. And Eddie Murphy's Raw. Oh. Which, which later was... ended up being released on HBO, I believe. Oh yeah, all this stuff. Uh, yeah. You know. Well, Delirious was on HBO and eventually Raw went on HBO. But I think these... Delirious was his better than Raw, but Delirious was like his breakout because he was nine. You watch that; it's crazy. He was nineteen, Fuck, or he really? was twenty. He had turned twenty-one after it was shot. He was twenty. God, that's insane when you think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the top five songs, nothing has changed. Exact. Only thing that changes the order. Bruce Springsteen at number five with Brilliant Disguise. Tiffany at number four is I think we're alone now. Belinda Carlisle has held it at three with Heaven is a Place on Earth. Bill Medley, I've heard the time, I've had the time of my life. And Billy Idol went from number three to number one with Money Money Live. And that movie is called Millennium. I'm sorry. You son of a bitch. Well, there you go. No, I'm actually a daughter. You daughter of a bitch. I'll kill you in your sleep. My mother has always said, yeah, I sleep sometimes. So I was saying, I'm I'm not a bastard. Millennium. So are you sure it's, is it Chris Christopherson? Mm -hmm. Millennium. Chris Christopherson, Cheryl Ladd. Cheryl Ladd. What year? 1989. God, you were way off. I was way off. (laughs) I don't know. It's the 80s. Hey, did I mention <laughs> I'm in menopause and I'm having this brain fun? <laughs> All Millennium. right. I can't believe you haven't seen this. I yes. can't believe it either. It's uh, I'm gonna check. It. I'm gonna look for it. Sounds interesting. Um, payment. Uh, sorry, right number. Uh, actually, had I didn't have fun with it, but I just watched it. One of the few I could probably say it on one hand. Well, maybe maybe about five or six that I just watched to watch. Like, mm-hmm. what's going to happen next? I didn't... And the acting was much better than others. And I... Slight spoiler. Next week isn't great, but it's better than most. Not as good as this one, but I actually didn't mind it. And I thought well, and the, the creepy ending, factor was better. The creepy factor was good. It was actually a creep factor. You're right. Yep. 
I forgot about that. So we'll get on. We'll see you next week, folks. Uh, this is uh, yeah, it's the end of this one. <laughs> <laughs> see you. <ya. laughs>